Hey guys, it's Girl Mike Panna, the Binding Warrior Podcast. Today's your Finish Strong Friday episode of the week. So I'm driving to work today, um, and uh, I just want to really make clear and apologize for last week. I wasn't able to record a Finish Strong Friday or a Mindset Monday episode uh, the past week. Um, I had some technical difficulties. My phone would not allow me to record this podcast. I'm recording this podcast from my phone and as I'm driving, as you can tell. Um, and it wouldn't allow me to do it, so I had to take it to the shop. I had to get it repaired. There's all these things that happened, but we're back. So if you are a first-time listener, uh, this is a podcast dedicated primarily to my students in Binding Warrior Martial Arts. We're located in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area. We have chapters in Frisco, Texas, Arlington, Texas, McKinney, Texas, and Dallas. Okay, And so um, I specialize personally in the Filipino martial arts uh, of our niece, Kali and Eskrima. I teach Atienza Kali, which is an edge weapon system, um, as well as my family system of our niece. Um, and recently became a uh, Machado Jiu-Jitsu affiliate uh, through the Carlos Machado Jiu-Jitsu Association. So I want my students to not only excel on the martial arts floor, right? I don't want them just to be good fighters and good teachers, but I want them to be good people, right? Good husbands, right? I want their personas to be that of leaders. I want them to be able to lead their homes effectively, their families effectively, their businesses, their workplaces effectively. And this is what this podcast is all about. So if it's your first time joining us, welcome. And I hope to inspire you today. And um, hopefully, even if you're not a student of mine, this helps you out as well. So um, this past week, I've been really reflecting on a lot of things. Um, Excuse me, I've been, you know, trying to reassess um, my martial arts training, my business uh, of martial arts as well. Um, and I've also had to deal with a lot of things regarding, you know, family and learning how to navigate this pandemic and all these different things. Um, and as I go to work today, I actually have a meeting that I'm supposed to attend. <laughs> I'll be there shortly. Um, and the meeting involves, you know, just stuff that all teachers have to deal with, right? And so there's all these things on my plate. And naturally, I want to worry. Right. And ever since I was a kid, as far as I can remember, I, I just I always had this natural instinct to worry about things. And frankly, I think I get it from my mom because my mom like like she worries a lot about things. I think all moms do that. But um, I think it just really rubbed off on me. And so most of my life, I always leaned toward worry. But this week, I realized that good or bad times, whichever times you find yourself in. Worry never serves you. Like, even if you're in a legitimately bad situation, worry will still not save you, right? So I'm doing my best to remove worry from my life, to let go of worry. And it's not to mean that I'm not concerned about situations in my life. It doesn't mean I'm not, you know, feeling the weight of the workload I have or feeling the weight of, you know, situations in my life. It doesn't mean that. But what it means is that I'm willing to let go of dwelling on it. I'm willing to let go of focusing all of my negativity on it, right? Or all my energy on it. And the thing is, I'm realizing this more and more as I, I, as I get older. And when I was a kid, I would worry about the silliest things. Like I worry about just going to school the next day and what the kids would say about me, like little things. And now that I'm an adult, there's so much more things to be concerned about, right? I got bills. I got, I got a marriage to work on. I got a, a I got a boys to raise. I got a business to run. I got a job to, to be professional at during the day. And so there's all these things on my plate. And it's easy for me to fall into worry again, because it's human beings naturally fall into this, right? And if you don't believe me, just try to think of a time where you got a text from a friend or a loved one and they texted you kind of like immediately, like kind of directly without any emojis or anything like that. And they just sounded like it seems they seemed to be cold or callous, even if they didn't mean it, they were just answering you. But because of the, the directness of their text message or something, you immediately took it as bad, right? And you start to worry 
And I remember I would get text messages from my wife and she'd just answer me back and I'd be like, wait, is she mad at me? Like the mind of a person, of a normal American right now, is to lean to anxiety and worry. And if you are a person of faith, which I try to be, there is a passage in the Bible, in the Gospels, where Jesus talks about uh, worry. He actually mentions this, right? And he says, what good does worry do for you? What does, how does worry serve you? I'm just paraphrasing, but you get the idea, right? You know, um, each day has problems of its own, right? So why are you worrying? And the truth is, is that worry in the biblical sense, and I, I don't know if you're a believer or not. It's it, Regardless of who you are, I think we can all agree that worry does not serve us, right? I think that passage from the Bible is universal. Worry does not serve us. Dwelling on whatever can happen does not serve us. And even as I drive to work today and I realize, okay, there's all these things I need to handle today. There's all these things I, I need to focus on today. Worry will not serve me. What will serve me is focusing on the outcomes that I want. What will serve me is focusing on the things that I'm thankful for. What will serve me is focusing on the, on the, um, the goals and the aspirations that I want in my life to achieve. That's what's going to serve me. Dwelling on what can possibly happen or what bad things can potentially happen is not powerful. In fact, you know, there's a really powerful um, quote I saw. I think it was a meme or something. And I posted it a while back. But it went something along the lines of, worrying is praying for things you don't want. And I thought that was really powerful because if you think about it, when we focus on something enough, and this is not some new age nonsense, this is like some real stuff, okay? When you focus on something enough, you tend to see it in your life, right? Like how many times have we focused on, you know, people's selfishness or people's anger or people's disloyalty and it pops up in our life. I know it's true for me, right? So we need to be able to reassess what we really want in our lives. We need to be able to reassess and focus on the things that are truly important to us in our life, right? What we actually want out of our life. Because the thing is, worry shifts our vision in a direction that we don't want. It literally is praying for things you don't want. You're literally putting your energy and your focus and your intention in a direction that you don't want. There's a really interesting uh, quote from Tony Robbins. Again, I'm just paraphrasing it, but I remember he used this analogy. He was actually in a, uh, you guys don't know who Tony Robbins is. Look him up. You should know who he is. If you're into self-development or self-help, Tony Robbins is like one of the godfathers of that, right? And he, rem- he mentioned this thing during a talk I watched a few years ago where he was learning how to drive a race car, right? And I don't know why he was doing this, but he wanted to learn how to drive a race car. So he was driving a race car with a coach in the passenger side, right? And the passenger passenger side seat. And they were actually practicing how to avoid crashing, right? And so what he would do is he would go hit the gas as fast as he could. And then they would actually intentionally go toward a wall, which is terrifying. Um, But what the thing was is that he would hit the brakes and he noticed that if he kept focusing on the wall, that he was about to crash into, he'd continue into it. So what his coach did, his coach immediately aggressively snapped his head over to the left and immediately, without even thinking about it, he turned the steering wheel to the left without being told. He just shifted his vision, his eyes, to the left and the car followed and it saved them, okay? And he says this as a means of saying, well, wherever you put your focus on, you're gonna go, (laughs) right? If I put my focus on, and we got to remember what all worry is. Worry is dwelling negatively on outcomes that may or may not happen. That's what worry is, right? And again, I'm not perfect at this. My wife knows. Like, my, I lean toward worry. Like, it's just something that my brain is just, from childhood, was conditioned to do. But now that I'm older, I'm doing my best to find mechanisms to not worry, all right? Because, again, worry doesn't serve us. If I put my focus, again, toward that proverbial 
wall in front of me and I'm driving that race car and I don't take my vision off of that as I'm hitting the brakes, I'm going to crash into that thing. I'm going to get exactly what I want or what I, not, what I don't want in that particular case because I'm so focused on it. And the thing is, I think in this day and age, we are so focused on what we don't want. And if you don't believe me, go on social media. The amount of self-righteous uh, bickering that I see regarding things like politics, the pandemic, all these things, it's people focusing, frankly, on what they don't want. And it's insane, right? We need to start focusing on things we do want, right? Like, I want my family. Like, th- there's this one person I saw online. He was like, I don't want my family to get sick. I don't want... I say... I, and I read that. I'm like, man, I don't even think like that. I'm going to focus on my family staying healthy. You see the difference, right? Focusing on your family being healthy versus worrying about them not getting... Worrying about them getting sick. Like, there's a different focus. There's a different level of intention. Even the words we say are powerful. So... As we go into this weekend, guys, whether you're a student of mine or not, let's remember that worry doesn't serve us. It doesn't mean that you might not be facing a challenging scenario. Like right now as I'm driving to work, I'm like, okay, I got a lot of stuff to face today, right? I got a lot of things to think about today. I got a lot of things to prepare for today. I got a lot of things to prepare for this weekend. I'll be teaching a full day tomorrow, up to five o'clock tomorrow, Saturday, but I'll be teaching. I got a lot of stuff to do. But the, the reality of it all is worrying about it will not serve me. It's not going to serve me at all. All it's going to do is put my energy and my focus and my my faith in a different direction where it's supposed to go. What I do want to focus on today is what the outcome should be, the outcome I desire. And being thankful for that, right? Knowing that when I go into that particular situation that I am taken care of because there's a God who loves me, right? I have people who love me and I have training that keeps me focused, martial arts training specifically that keeps me focused and calm. So I got to focus my energy where I want it to go. So as you guys go into this weekend, as you guys go into the holiday season with everything going on, we're seeing the, you know, pandemic numbers going back up again. We're seeing political discourse. We're seeing all these crazy things again. It never seems to end. Um, focus on what you want, not what you don't want. Focus on what is good in your life, not what is bad. And these things alone can help change us. If we just focus a little bit on what we actually want, as opposed to worrying about things we don't want, I think our lives and our world will be a lot different, don't you think? All right, guys, so have a great weekend. Take care. God bless and be the hero in your life.